Welcome to Belly Up to the Par. This is Tim with my co-host. Matt. And today we have a special guest, the only person that we know that heard of Belly before this podcast, Eric. Hello, Eric. <laughs> anything new with you this week, Matt? Not that I can think of off the top of my head, no. There's never anything new with either of us, apparently. We live a very boring life. Guess, Eric, we'll just start with you. So... How did you find out about the band Belly? Uh, the Crow. And like, when the movie came out, 93, 94, they were in the movie. But they were, oh, they were in the movie. Yeah, they were, uh, one of the scenes where they were in a bar area. They were playing live. Because you mentioned to me that you heard it from the Crow, but they're not actually on the Crow soundtrack. They're in the movie. They may be actually on the musical soundtrack not the not the music from the motion picture but the actual the one from Graham Ravel maybe yeah it is Graham Ravel yeah maybe actually I didn't look up that part I looked up the rock soundtrack and was like no he didn't hear it from there because they were on several soundtracks in the 90s actually with Honor Tank Girl Mall Rats they were on there I see the blonde check she's in the movie yeah I remember her singing do you? yeah I have to look that up <laughs> yeah. like I've seen those movies because the Thrill Cult played live in the other bar scene. Did they? Jesus Christ, you really know this movie. I like the movie. <laughs> it was like, wow. See, the only memory I actually have of them, other than knowing that you own the album, is that we stayed up and saw them either on Conan O'Brien or David Letterman. And I didn't know if maybe... Probably actually, Conan. that's where you first saw them. That's what I said, too, because... We watched a lot of Conan back then and found a lot of bands yeah, that way. Band yep. They had that many. Yeah, exactly. So, but they did appear on both that same year, so it could have been either one. But yeah, I had mentioned that we did see a lot of alternative and punk bands on Conan constantly back then. All right, so I guess maybe Eric did hear it from the crow. Well, maybe because <laughs> I told Matt, I was like, I think he's misremembering, yeah. but we'll wait till then to discuss it. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> Damn it. Not the hard-hitting interview I was hoping for. <laughs> we're really going to post your ass on the wall. We're going to yeah. try. Anyway. <laughs> All right, so, uh, you know, we told Eric a little bit about what goes on here beforehand, but if this is your first episode and you waited till the side B of their last album, that seems weird, but Matt and I generally, we get together, we listen to one side of a Belly album, and then we play a little disc golf. But before all that, we start with our question of the week. What is your song of the summer? Because it's fall now that we're recording. It's 85 degrees oh, outside right now. It's oddly summery, but, but yeah, we are but, in fall. Yeah, it's definitely fall. So, Matt, did you think of a song of the summer? I mean, depends on how you look at song of the summer. I mean... I look at it as one that you've listened to consistently throughout the summer. Pentatonics doing Havana was actually probably the song I listened to more consistently and like didn't skip past at any point when it came on. So in 20 years, you'll hear that pentatonic song and you'll go, oh yeah, that was the summer of 2018. Probably. <laughs> Those two, they played that a lot in Planet Fitness. What's that, pentatonics? That, or that Havana. Havana song. Pentatonics did a cover of Havana. Yeah, I don't, not. I don't know the song, it. I don't think so. It's not my favorite song when it's done by the artist that regularly performs it, but the acoustic ver- or the pentatonic version. They're like acapella, They're acapella, right? yeah. yeah. I've learned so much about pentatonics from Matt. Yep. <laughs> Eric, do you have one or do you need some time to think? Oh, uh, no. It's uh, Rob Bailey and Hustle Standard, Square Up. I also don't know that one. I have no idea. It's <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> it's huh. good stuff. Uh, mine actually was 
Mr. Jones from the Counting Crows. <laughs> yeah, I know. It kept coming up on random on YouTube while I was at work, and it's kind of the same as Matt. It's like, well, I never skipped it, so I guess technically that might be my song of the summer. Also, I may have written a disc golf parody version of that one day while we were out. <laughs> we might have. We, yeah. we may have done that. Yeah. All right, so let's jump on in to Side B of Dove. So in 2016, Belly announced they would be reuniting for some shows. Uh, in various interviews I read, Don Lee and the other members mentioned that they had pretty much buried the hatchet and came to the conclusion that it was now or never as far as reuniting Belly. We mentioned it a bit last episode, but during these shows they started to play two new songs and had originally intended just to write enough songs to release an EP, but lo and behold they came up with enough songs for a full album, which is Dove. Uh, instead of going the traditional route of working with a record label, Belly partnered with Pledge Music and turned to crowdfunding for their latest release. The album received a 7.2 out of 10 from Pitchfork, 3.5 stars out of 5 from Rolling Stone, 3.5 stars out of 5 from Slant. Generally, positive impressions all around, because I read more than just those reviews. Hit number 9 on Billboard's independent album chart in the U.S., 34 on the U.K. album charts, and 13 on the Scottish charts. I did try to find the total sales for the album, just out of curiosity, but didn't find anything. But, if you search Belly Dove Sales... On Bing, the fourth most relevant link is to Central Iowa Trucking. Oh. Which may be Belly's only link to Iowa other than this podcast. As usual, you can listen to this album on Belly's website, bellyofficial.com. First track, Side B, Army of Clay. It's a pretty standard from them, based on what I heard. Yep, pretty formulaic. I thought it was uh, a stronger opener than previous B-sides, maybe. Because most of them have started off with a slower song. Other, well, no, Feed the Tree started Feed off. Feed the Tree started pretty strong. Yeah, on Star. Ugh. I guess it really Feed the Tree is the better B-side opener now that I think about yep. it. I like their big song. That was their on, biggest on, hit. On, yep. Yeah, on Star, that was their biggest hit. And generally their and biggest hit, period. Right. Yeah. God damn, you remember that? Can we, uh, can we just touch on this? They're all there to give 100% profit to the... From this album? Is that that they're donating? No, 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 no. They worked with this website, Pledge Music, so it was 100% crowdfunded. Meaning they said, hey, you give us money, we're going to record this album and release it. So people basically prepaid for the album. Oh, okay. And once they hit the right number, they released it, you know, various funding levels, gets bonuses... I know more about how it works with video games than I do music, right. to be honest with you. Kudos for giving the charity. <laughs> yeah. charity. <laughs> yeah. No, they gave them a product when they were done, so it, it, it wasn't charity. It's hard to find the, the sales count for it. Uh, yeah, honestly, I kind of thought maybe I could just jump on Pledge Music and give you kind of a roundabout idea. But, I mean, they hit their goal, so whatever that originally was. Uh, yeah, I hadn't listened in a long time, but that first song reminded me, like, I was like, okay, that yeah, sounds like Billy. Got that all rock feel. Can't be brave if you're not afraid. Solid lines. Huh? Lyric in it. Sounds like you're more like Matt. I don't really pay attention to lyrics. Attention I to just listen to the musical <laughs> half. Yeah, but Matt does. Yeah, yep. so. Uh, actually, you know what I thought? Huh? Perfect mashup with Toxic from Britney Spears. Yeah, I could see it. <laughs> you go back and listen. I think it's the, maybe the chorus that was, I was sitting there. The little shit. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So if anybody wants to get on that, go right ahead. Uh, next up was Stars Align. Overall so far, more upbeat mm-hmm. beginning to side B. Though now that I remember Feed the Tree, maybe not so much. <laughs> 
But initial response when I heard it, not super heavy. King, I think, started possibly a little heavier on side B. Very mid-tempo, another kind of belly formula song. Yeah, towards the end, they kind of had that subtle lead into the background vocalist joining in, because I didn't hear her as much in the beginning. Right. But other than that, I, I mean, I even put very pop-rocky towards... Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that's right, and all pop-rock. <laughs> Yeah, I would have. I would have stopped it probably there if I'd been on my own. I was like, "Oh, that first song around my belly." I'm done. (laughs) Well, thanks for the nostalgia. I'm out. Uh Gotcha. Next up was Quicksand. This is the B-side song we've come to expect. Yeah. Acousticy. Start to get a little more of that country flavor. Yeah, real got, subtle vocal work. I was going to say, she's got that warble, the yeah, country warble yeah. to her voice. Yeah, yeah. A little too country for me. Got some tickling of the ivories, too. Yeah. All rock. 90s all rock. I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't even think you put notes <laughs> down didn't care for it. That's all I put down. Didn't care for it. Didn't care for it. Didn't care for it. All right, up I next. Like that song, yeah. yeah. Up next is Artifact. All country, kinds of country oh, twang. Holy cow, country yeah. Twang, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From no, the get-go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that... I mean... Not then, not for me. No. I did you have to say that... I mean, the lyrics do kind of make it sound like they were attempting a love song uh, with the country twang. The artifact on the heart. A heart effect. Yes. They probably back that song. I would, you know, I would have stopped it on the two songs ago. I kind of that wasn't bad. Might as well go out with your dukes up. Oh, the whole heart effect chorus. Heart? You mean the artifact yeah, the chorus? Artifact <laughs> chorus. <laughs> the chorus. The chorus. Yeah, yeah don't that. lead him into more puns. <laughs> he doesn't need help. Yeah. So that one you kind of liked. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah, it was different. Up next was Heartstrings. Another B-side song. It it yeah. is, man. These B-sides on these albums. This one barely caught my attention. In fact, I we were mostly talking yeah, during that one. I mean, this definitely felt like the extra song. This was the we're ending the album now song in just the way it sounded. Oh, right. Because, uh, Eric, Heartstrings. That was better than the previous three songs. <laughs> Had a, a folky vibe to it. Away from more away from yeah. the country, went to a more of a folky kind of vibe. Uh, I, I dug it all. It was okay. Up next was Starry Eyed, which Eric and Matt both pointed out to me is considered a bonus track. At least according to the the track list online. Online. That one they did for free. They didn't. Nobody had to pay them for that one. <laughs> that might actually be why it's called the bonus track. Maybe that was one yeah. of them that they added. But I have the base album, so it's to me it's not a bonus track. Like if this if this was deluxe edition, then it's a bonus track. But if this is the base version of the album, it's not a bonus track. It's just the last track on the album. We talked about that quite a bit before recording. We did. <laughs> uh, so last up was Starry Eyed, going out on a slower one as usual. Did have add a little orchestral strings, which I think always improves an acoustic song. It's honestly probably my favorite one. Yeah, off side no. B. It was shorter. Than I thought it was going to be. Right. Yeah. No, I can see with how it started. It could appear that they're about to break into like a five and a half minute song. Yeah. Because they've got those. I mean, they've got those longer songs. They do. But yeah, this one was, it just ended before I was ready for it to end. Which is probably, I mean, it means that they did good. It was a good song. Yeah, long term probably better. Because yeah, if it went five minutes, I don't think it would have been my favorite Yeah. No, I think they ended it at the right time. Yeah. It fell short. Yeah. I was going to alright. Once again, a little folky. I like folky music. Uh, 
peacefully vocalized. Uh, it was a, a soft end to the album. It was okay. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind. It. I could see that and the track before uh, either one being in a popular uh, zombie TV show. <laughs> at any point, I thought that about both songs. Right. So, what was your overall impressions there? Oh, it was okay. I wouldn't. I'll, I'll never listen to it again. That's the last time I hear that. <laughs> Unless they put it in a zombie television show. Yeah, yeah, but I really didn't mind the, the last couple tracks that folky feel. Did it bring any back any nostalgia for when you owned the Belly album? I know, you know, I think they hit it a little bit harder on that. Maybe, maybe that's just what I remember. I definitely remember being a little bit harder in the movie. Right, but it was a gritty. I mean, as far as side B's go, I actually it's not as good as side A of Duff. I will. Oh yeah, well, but side I A agree. of Duff was really good. I did enjoy. I mean, I even put. I mean, it might be a contender for one of my favorite side B's. Really, you think so? Hey, I do. Yeah. Overall, that was my main thing. Like, well, this is what I've come to expect from the B sides of these albums. But I mean, then we discussed Feed the Tree, and I wasn't a huge fan of Feed the Tree either. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll have to definitely like re-listen to my B sides. I think it might be the weakest of the B sides. Mm-hmm. Maybe not, though. Maybe on re-listen. And that's kind of my feeling for the overall album. Yeah. I think this is my least favorite of the three. But on re-listen, I might change my mind. Yeah. If you were a Belly fan for since the 90s and you'd waited 20 years, I think you're happy. It was 20 years, right? Like, 23 years, I think. I think you end up being happy with the album. Yeah. I, I don't know if you'd be blown away or not. I guess it depends on your anticipation levels and whether you're disappointed waiting for things. They definitely stay consistent over those 23 years. Like, oh, yeah. No, not, not a whole lot of change in what their bass sound was back yeah. in the 90s. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, they came into 2016 sounding like a 90s band. Like, I kind of, you know, before we started listening to this album, we talked about what we wanted mm-hmm. based upon the two previous albums, and that was more the experimentation from Star Side A. Yeah. And more of the vocal experimentation from King. King. Yeah. They did not do they that. Didn't do it. Yeah, that's too bad. I think there'd really been something there. But it's not terrible. I mean, we'll listen to it again. You know, I still own the most albums from Belly, so. <laughs> uh, any other closing thoughts from anybody? <laughs> I about that? The, the, the last three tracks were definitely, yeah. I mean, they weren't that all rock. That was, I mean, you had that country twang and kind yeah, of folky songs. So kind of folky, there. It's staying, I guess, a little bit away from sound. If you went back and listened to the other two albums, yeah, you'd find yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah, consistent they, with their they sounds. Do, they do a decent amount of folky twangy Yeah, songs. and the country is in there from the get-go from yeah. that first this album. American band? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Originally from New Hampshire. That's it on that one. We have one more episode left. I'm not going to give too many details on it. And you're probably like, what else do you have to listen to? You've done their three main albums. There's more. Matt, any other thoughts before we get out of here? No. Alright, let's go disc. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at Frisky Discs. You can find this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find your podcasts.